Hey guys, today you're listening to Ben's podcast, and today we're going to be going into alien life, exoplanets, and aliens making appearances in history. So to start, we're going to talk about alien life, and basically aliens are living things that just don't exist on Earth. So whether that's like on a UFO, or um, from another type of planet, or asteroid, or any type of living organism that's not on Earth. So these organisms could be single-cell organisms all the way to intelligent life like us. Um, what is thought of, like what scientists think aliens need is oxygen or carbon dioxide. They also need water or some type of liquid that life could exist in. And they need food of some variety. Longevity is also important because it shows how long the species will be able to live on that planet or object in space. Some could live for millions of years and some could get wiped out like in a blink of an eye. If we find any type of life in our solar system... That means life is easy to come by. So if we go over to, let's say, Jupiter or Saturn and look at one of their ice moons, which have oceans underneath them, and we find bacteria or algae or plankton or any type of living, breathing organism, that just shows how easy life could be created. And that would mean that somewhere in the universe there's other intelligent life like actual aliens. Um, If aliens attack, we would be able... If aliens were to attack us after we've discovered them or anything like that, the only way to defend Earth is basically by destroying our satellites and creating a bunch of space junk that orbits the planet 1,000 miles an hour And this would act like bullets protecting the planet. And this is the only way to protect the planet from aliens. Um, If if aliens, like, were to attack, though, they'd probably be able to get past this. So scientists are working on laser cannons that they use in the military to defend from, like, bomb strikes from outer space. And they predict the trajectory of the missile. So these lasers could be used to defend Earth from the aliens if they were to attack. So our next topic is exoplanets. And exoplanets are basically rocky planets that are like Earth. Or some of them are even better than Earth. But... Some scientists call them super-Earths. Um, some of them are inhabitable, but others are, are able to house life. And it's not known yet if any of these exoplanets actually have life on them, but if there is life on them, Kepler-186 is an exoplanet that is slightly larger than Earth. And 
it's only like 11% larger than Earth. So it orbits a dwarf star at the same distance Mercury is from the sun. So it's able to orbit its star at a distance, like how Mercury orbits our sun, because this planet's sun is so dim that it's basically like, it's basically orbiting from where we are. Um, since this since this planet's sun is dim, it's cold and it's pretty barren. But life is still possible near the equator. And if there was life on this planet, since the dwarf star is a dark red, the plants and vegetation on this planet would most likely be red and purple. So the grass would be red and purple and the trees and all the plants would basically be a shade of red or purple. Um, I'm pretty impressed by this planet because it shows how rare our home is. And when I was doing research for this planet, I found out that if life is really abundant in the universe, then basically... Basically, all the exoplanets in the universe that would house some type of life, whether it's vegetation or algae or plankton, they um, actually would mostly have purple and red plants. So, it's pretty crazy. Next up, we have Kepler-442b. Um... It's a really young planet, and it's at the phase where it would only have single cellular bacteria and thick oceans filled with iron. Um, it, since it's a young planet, it'd basically be up for the taking if there is alien life out there that is hunting for these types of planets to build more civilizations on. Um, it's it's a pretty good situation because there is no, like, there's only, like, vegetation on that planet right now, so you'd have to change up your diet a little bit, but it'd be um, a pretty successful pretty successful mission if we launched to that planet. Um, up next, we got how single cellular life is made. So researchers took this water that has a bunch of iron particles in it and the stuff necessary for making RNA cell, um, RNA, DNA, RNA and DNA. And the researchers put the RNA, the stuff that can make RNA and um, the iron in a melting pot. And they were actually able to create single cell organisms. And then they believe these single cell organisms kept evolving. And that's how we're here today. So if this is true, if any type of planet has iron in the, their water and DNA and RNA 
building blocks, then life is very possible for these planets. So now we're going to be talking about the third topic today, which is aliens making appearances throughout history. Um, an example of this would be like the Pyramids of Giza or ancient art, some form of a superior being. So to start, there's a theory that I found that states, it's, I think it's called the Mars Theory. Um, they think that there was a race that looked just like the human race living on Mars before it became, became developed enough to even look into space. And they had like a war on their planet. And these people came over from Mars because they destroyed their planet. So they were way more aggressive than us. And over the years after we've reproduced with them, now that's how scientists think that humans have became more like angry and territorial, you could say. Um, next, we the next thing we have is that some historians think that the cultures with multiple gods were actually just aliens that came down and helped them. So, for example, um. Indian tribes in the Americas had, like, almost identical-looking gods to the Egyptians, for example. So what historians think happened was aliens basically helped both of these civilizations get more advanced. And that's why their gods look different. So if there was a god that helped them with irrigation, let's say, like the water god or something like that, it's probably just the alien helping them like dig tunnels and stuff so that they could get water to their crops. And the last thing I want to talk about is how in some ancient Egyptian pictures, like in the background, you'll see like something flying in a golden chariot. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's like some form of a UFO. And it's pretty, it's pretty unexplainable if you ask me.